What's going on, y'all? This is going to be another episode of the Bridge Wall Podcast. We might miss our shots, but we don't miss our takes. All right, so uh, after we capped off the last episode, it was free agency day one. Uh, I know when we finished it off, a lot of people were giving Allen heat about his LeBron uh, super team take. And uh, since then, uh, the Lakers have made a lot of moves. So uh, let's start with that. They've definitely made a lot of moves. I'm going to say one thing, though. After day one, I said what I said. <laughs> I stand by that, bro. Yeah, that's I valid. That's valid. Okay. If we're looking at the day one Laker roster, right? LeBron, AD, you got fucking Westbrook, Kent Bazemore, Wayne Ellington, Trevor Reza, Dwight Howard, right? Aside from that big three, those signings, are you really considering them if they sign for other teams' big movers or because it's the Lakers that y'all hating on them? And then I know y'all were saying that, oh, it's a super team because it's a big three. I personally think those are different things. If you have that as the same thing, that's cool. You think that. But I think a big three and a super team aren't necessarily the same thing. And I know you might be saying, but you saw, you said that the Nets are a super team. I did. They got three players top five in their position. The Lakers don't have that. I know a lot of people think Westbrook's a top five point guard, but quite frankly, respectfully, you were casual if you think so. I don't know about that. So, I can't, I can't respect. All right. So, when we talk about our prayer rankings, let's talk about the Nets for a sec before I get started on the Lakers, right? All right. My opinion. James Harden's a point guard. We don't get into yeah, our point guard list. I, I feel that. We've we, all agreed to, on that, yes right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because we're going by what people played last year. And once that trade went down, James Harden was a facilitator. He was main, the main point guard. And we don't producing get, way more. We don't get into our list right now. But let me just say, just with that point, James Harden is my number four best point. Or actually, my number three best point guard. Your number three? Or in my what, opinion. What is your guys' number one point guard? I think we can all agree I, on this. Steph, without a doubt. Steph, yeah. right? Yeah. Steph Curry? Steph. But if we keep going on the Nets, right, now we got the twos. In my opinion, Kyrie, fourth best shooting guard, right? I got Bradley Beal. Who's no, it? you have De- Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal, Devin T-Burke, Burke. and then Donovan Mitchell, and then Kyrie, right? And then we go power forward, KD, best player in the league. That's three players, top five in their position. And so me, we don't start talking about our point guards right now. We're going to go into our point guard list. Let's go ahead and give off our rankings. I got Steph number one, okay. Luca number two. I can agree. James Harden number three. I can't do that. <laughs> what do you have number three? I I don't know. I'm still uh, debating between him and Dame. Um, I don't know. Kind of going off what they did last year. Harden twenty four and a half, eight and a half rebounds, eleven assists. Dame twenty nine, four and six and a half. But I number three option, and he's still giving you twenty five a game and what twelve assists. The only reason I picked Dame Dog, look at what that man did in the playoffs. I know they didn't win the series, but God, Lee, look at what they, look at what he I, did against the Nuggets, bro. That, that shit was well, fucking crazy. No, the, was. no, the guard could pull that, that shit off. Maybe Devin Booker, but that's um within the season, not in playoffs, postseason. Fuck that. That's true. That's true. That's the only reason I put him at number three. I'll say that, but my thing with Dame is just like. I feel like compared to that second half of the year and when he really turns yeah. up, that first half isn't always as pretty as we would like it to be. And James Harden throughout the season is one of the most consistent players in the league. And he's always been in that MVP discussion year after year after year. And this year, even being a number three option, you know what I mean? And I feel like that's pretty crazy. But either way, I was literally like in between on those two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was probably the hardest. If, to I'm, rank. if I'm not mistaken, did Harden get hurt within the season? Or when he got traded, was, he got traded, he was still hurt, right? 
I think he was healthy when he started off as a net, and then he hurt his hamstring, right? Yeah. I think that's what played a big uh, factor. I, I think yeah. it was a rehabilitation thing. After he got traded, he tried to work on himself, and he kind of just did too much. I don't yeah. think we saw enough of James Harden within the season. That's fair. But I just feel like what we saw from him and just the way he was able to adjust to become that third option is pretty insane. And then after that, at my number five, I got Chris Paul. Sadly, me too. Oh. So, Chris Paul, you said Westbrook's not top five point guard, but he ain't on your list. Or you said Westbrook's a top I said five he's top, I said top ten. And I said he to be a super team, we got to be top five and three I wouldn't players. say necessarily that. I mean, so you, where do you rank AD at power forwards? AD, he's, he's number top. three. Okay. But that, that's my definition of, of small forwards. Yeah. I think it's... He's, you, you I think he's number one. Yeah, because if Giannis and uh, KD are both power forwards, those are the only two players I think are better than LeBron. So you're missing so, one crucial crucial piece. Westbrook's obviously top 10. No, he's, he's top 10. Yeah, I, I never so said he he's wasn't. still not a part of that super team? I don't think. Or day two, um, day two, after okay, seeing okay. Kendrick Nunn, after seeing Malik Monk, I'm not expecting that. When I said it's going to be that big three and 12 minimum contracts, guys, when the fuck has a 22-year-old and a 25-year-old turn down money to be minimum contract guys you know what i mean like that shit is unexpected so yeah after day two obviously my thoughts have changed but when we're just looking at this group of guys lebron ad westbrook Trent basemore wayne ellington ariza dwight at the age that they are and normal minimum guys normal you know what i okay. mean this isn't a super team you know what i mean this is just like so oh. is it now yeah, you got Malik. Mark, holy shit! And this is like the first time ever that young players have fucking ring chase. That's never happened before. Like the Lakers are the Lakers promised them some good shit. Holy man. shit! In my opinion, this is what I'm a think. This is what I think it is. Like it's just once in a lifetime opportunity shit. Like these are all like young ass or these two players are young ass players who grew up watching LeBron watching Westbrook and they're probably like damn these players are going to retire soon like fuck it let's run it up get a chip and I'm going to get paid after if I produce on a championship team but yeah after fucking Kendrick Nunn and Malik Mark that's a super team okay okay so we're on number six already for point guards oh yeah after CP3 I got Trey Young same here what about you Nate um, well, I just want to say that I, I have Harden as my number three. Uh, I, the, the fact that he put up those numbers as a third option, and we've already seen what he can do as a first option, I, I kind of feel with, with that efficiency and the numbers that he put up, being their facilitator with Kyrie and Kevin Durant, I, I'd say I'd, I'd have to put him over Dane. I can't, I can't do that, man. I, that. As for Trey and Chris Paul, I don't know. A, a part of me wants to put Trey over him. I can, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, no. I'm not mad at it at all. I, I just feel like, I don't know, because Chris Paul's never been, like, the stat kind of guy. It, it's more just never. impact on the court. But how how deep do you value impact? A lot. So then, that's but, why I think. Yeah, uh, I, I think you guys are right on impact. But look what Trey did with the Hawks. Yeah. He, nobody he, nobody he, thought they were making it. He had them at a four seed. For a long ass time in that season. Honestly, Hawks, in my opinion, probably earned the most respect out of that whole playoffs because it's like, bro, nobody thought they were gonna be them brilliant. and the Knicks. No one expected them to do anything. Yeah, last man, year. that shit was insane. Crazy. Like Trey Young turned into a villain. Trey Young really turned up. Honestly, I'm not mad if you put CP3 like below Trey Young. I feel yeah. like that's one of those interchangeable things where it's just like the point guard position <laughs> is just so talented that it's hard to like judge. So after Trey Young, I got assuming he's healthy, Jamal Murray. 
I'm with you. Jamal Murray is just an instant bucket, three-level scorer. The way he plays off Jokic is just beautiful. And then after that, I got Russell Westbrook. So he's my... I got Westbrook at eight, what, only, be- only because you brought up yeah. the point before the pod started. Was saying if you insert Jamal Murray in a different offense, will he produce the same? Most likely, yes. In almost every team, yes. Westbrook, on the other hand, like I said, you give him a good big that he can work with, most definitely it will work. But you go to a market that, like Houston, for example, has a small ball lineup. It didn't work out. I mean, they made playoffs, but it's just like. But. And my thing is, he had a good big in Capella, and they had to ship him away because he was ineffective with Capella being there. And Westbrook is the reason why they had to go small. Like, he literally led to Houston's downfall that year. I don't think so. D'Antoni said that he wanted to go smaller. Bro, because Westbrook couldn't play with Capella, so you have to trade him. They were already planning that this season. Going going into that season, they said that they wanted to give Harden more touches. But when he was with CP, CP, Harden, and Capella was like the most winning big three that year. Correct me if I'm wrong. They were insane that year. That's the year where they gave the Warriors a run for their money, right? So, in my opinion, Capella wasn't a problem. You had to get rid of him because you had to open up the floor for Westbrook. And when he did that, Westbrook was his most efficient version of himself since his MVP year. The man went in. But for that to happen, you have no big. Anthony Davis cooked your ass, and that's why they got out in the second round. I don't know, man. That's Yeah, I kind of agree with Alan. Yeah. I, I, I feel like because... Uh... I feel Chris Paul is a better facilitator than Westbrook was. 100%. And and those Houston lineups, everything ran through Harden. So all you had uh, CP to do is either dish it to Capella down low or find Harden and then just let him do his thing. Westbrook kind of does need the ball in his hands because all he can really do is drive it to the basket. Well, yeah, that's what You're he's always done, You're not going to trust him shooting. But that's what I mean. He did not fit in Houston. Yeah, most definitely. I agree he didn't fit in Houston. But like I said, you give him a good center, he's going to produce. You're going to see it. I don't know. It's just like... So you think he's going to put up good numbers with Anthony Davis down there? Yeah, I like it a lot. Especially off the pick and roll. But if it, they have Dwight starting, it's going to be good. <laughs> I think it's going to be good, which, I mean, you never know. I don't know. know. I, I go to what Nate said at the last podcast. If you have Dwight, AD, and Westbrook, I just am scared that Anthony Davis is going to turn into a more talented Chris Stapps for Yeah. Who's just going to chill by the three-point line, and you're going to give up. This is what I mean by you're hindering other players to make Westbrook shine. I don't think so, because I think I think LeBron's going to take a step back from shooting, and okay. it's just going to be Westbrook and AD. So here's my question. Would you rather have your possession end with a Russell Westbrook drive or an Anthony Davis post-up? Anthony Davis post-up. Only so, because only because it's gonna be more effective. So then, why do you want him at the three point line for Westbrook? <laughs> Nobody, I didn't say I wanted him at the three point line. Then Last no part, one's gonna I, be on that three point then line. Exactly. So you got Dwight, AD, and Westbrook in the in the paint. Three well, bodies. Well, obviously he's a bigger body, so of course I'm gonna go with the bigger body. But but Westbrook can can get through the traffic too. You make it seem like he's never like had the giant slayer badge. But you know? the fit's not gonna work. <laughs> Like, but I'm saying come, in the come playoff time or come, like, games where it's close, you're just going to have all your defenders out. And LeBron's probably going to be on the floor. I'm sagging off LeBron because, I mean, he might hit that shot. He might not. But I'd rather have a bunch of defenders in the paint because i got three of their yeah. guys in there. You know what I mean? I don't know. We're probably, I think we're just probably basing off everything off just, like, how all their coaches have used these players and everything. Fair enough. So, I mean, either way, it goes how you said. we got to see it all rolled out. Yeah, it really does. I mean, this is just us, like – Imagining how yeah. we would run it, I think it would work out fine. So, do we all have Westbrook at the number eight point guard? I have him at eight. Nate? 
Yes? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll give him that. I don't know. All right. <laughs> After Westford, I got De'Aaron Fox. Same. How about you, Nate? I take Westbrook over Fox. I agree with that. Okay. After only, that, what do you do? I was going to say, only because I've seen Westbrook do more. That man's a triple-double. Yeah. He yeah. is a triple-double, you know? Fox was underrated last season, though. He is I underrated. Like we we got to give him that. People don't give him his flowers, man. Like, the fact that he did all that under... 48% from the field, 25-7. and seven. Under Luke Walton? He's still young. Just the Kings in general. Like, the teams are the most dysfunctional franchise I've probably seen in my, like, basketball fandom. And it's like, bro, like... He really flourished under that busted ass system. Worse than the dig- worse than the Pistons. I I think just as an overall franchise, oh, okay. the Kings are just a popular. At least the Pistons got chips under their belt. That's like, valid. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the teams have. For as long as I've like watched basketball, they've just been irrelevant, bro. Even with Boogie Cousins, it's like they just couldn't. They can't build around people. Honestly, just bring the SuperSonics back. Yeah, bro. No, like, no, like, hoping for that. They're just the most bum ass franchise out yeah. there, bro. <laughs> And it sucks. It's like, it's so tall, but it's like, man, y'all are so trash. There's already a bunch of California teams. I don't really yeah, think. Honestly, honestly, honestly I've been to Sacramento, and they have way more Laker fans out there. Trip out on that. I ain't even tripping, bro. That shit's whole, They're so ass. All right. We got? After after number nine, De'Aaron Fox, I got Kyle Lowry at 10. Fair. Just because of his defensive presence, dog. You said on the last pod, the man can probably guard one through four maybe five depending who you're playing yeah as long as it's not fucking Joel and beat i think he can oh for sure or Jokic, you know what i mean who'd you say at 10 oh i had kyle uh kyle lowry no i think that's his night oh yeah yeah 10 10 my fault who'd you have damn i think him and drew are really close uh, i i i can't decide between him and him drew, drew and mike conley are like uh Damn, y'all probably so I, I think I can go with, without Conley. I, I, I think, yeah, for me, it's between Drew Holiday and Kyle Lowry. Fair enough. I like Mike Conley. I'm Mike so, Conley guy. Kyle Lowry, 17, 5, and 7, 40% from three. Drew, 17, 4, and 6, 50% from the field, 39% from three. They're, they're really close, and defensively, they're really good. I just feel like Drew's more of a lockup guy. I feel like if I had to build a championship, I'd like playing aside contracts, of course, because they both have terrible contracts. I like the I, I'd say I'd take Drew over Kyle Lowry. Okay. I, I had Drew over Kyle Lowry as well on my list, but man, those point guards are just, it's way too close. All right. So what do you guys have at 11? So I had Drew at my 10, uh, Kyle Lowry at my 11. I had Mike Conley at my 12. Damn. I like Mike Conley a lot. I actually had John Moran at 11, and I have Lonzo Ball at 12. Oh, wow. So did you not have Drew on there? I do have Drew, but I have him a little bit higher. Whoa. Just because like, of, of his playoff performance, dog. Bro, what are you talking about? Drew On offense, CP, it was fucking ass. But he took CP out of that playoff. But offense, it was fucking terrible. They needed one guy to fucking produce, know. and they couldn't get that out of him or fucking Chris Middleton. In my opinion, they don't win the finals without Drew Holiday. Well, obviously, I'm not like I'm not taking that away from him, but I'm just like, I needed to see more I offensively. Think, I think the only reason why CP played the way he did was because Drew Holiday was guarding him. And I don't think if if it's any one of those guys that you put there, I think CP's cooking, bro, because he was cooking that whole playoff series, like, prior to that. But Drew Holiday just, like, he just stops people, bro. Like, he bullied Devin Booker, bullied Chris Paul. Every time Drew Holiday was on them, it was over, bro. Like, Devin Booker was cooking P.J. Tucker, bro. He was too quick for him. But Drew Holiday's on him, it's over, bro. That's yeah. just me. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, I know a lot of people hate the man. 
I can completely see why, but I got Ben Simmons after Conley. Tell me why I fucking knew you were going to say Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you have Ben Simmons at? What is that? One, two, three, four, five, six. Because it's 12, right? Cause mine's nah, is... Honestly, John Moran's better than Ben Simmons. I'll take that back. Okay, because I have but to... Go for it. I think Ben Simmons is... John Moran's the only one right now better than all of them. And it's only because of, like, his just versatility to guard one through five, bro. Like, he can literally take anybody out of the game. Obviously, excluding, like, a Kevin Durant. Excluding, like, these top scorers that you just can't stop. Bro, Ben Simmons is just guarding the fuck out of you. Because Ben Simmons is a fucking small forward. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> He's not. I, I don't consider him like, a true point guard anymore. I don't consider anymore. him a point guard, but we're going off what people played last year. That's you true. get me? So it's like, I mean, obviously, if I'm picking up Ben Simmons, I'm running him at the four. I think that's where he'll be best utilized. But like right now, he's for whatever reason playing the point. I know you're not happy with that. I want to hear what you got to say. Uh, kind of just going. I feel like top seven point guards. We all agree on the top seven point guards. Yeah. I'll be honest. I'm not that high on Jamal Murray. I'm I'm not a big Jamal Murray guy. Um, I would personally have Ben Simmons over Kyle Lowry. That's just me. Just like, even though he's not giving you a lot offensively, if I'm being honest, it's it's complete ass. Um, but still, when he does give it to you, 56% of the field, and he can still get you a block and maybe two steals a game. See, that's my thing with him. It's not that he can't be an offensive player. He just chooses not to. I think Ben is so scared of failing that that becomes his biggest failure, if that makes sense. I think I let it get to him. His like, it's all mental with him, bro. Cause it's like, on some PG shit, bro. Yeah. Like, he's he's honestly, aside from scoring, I think he's elite at everything else. Elite rebounder, elite defender, elite passer. And, like, he's a big body, bro, and he's fast as fuck. So if he really wants to, like, drive in and just use that fucking strength, I think at the four he could be a fucking tank, bro. But he just, it's all mental with him, bro. I don't know. You got to get out of Philly. I think that's yeah, what it is. He's that, been there too long. He dealt that, with a lot of shit. That Philly crowd is like... It's tough. Yeah. It's tough to please. That's why Jimmy left. I think Jimmy left because they tried to say, can you control Jimmy? And like, the fuck? I'm a grown-ass man. Like, <laughs> what you mean, can you control me? The yeah, fuck? Yeah, for, for that Ben Simmons thing, I feel like anyone on my list, seven and lower, he can compete with. Like, Westbrook down, I feel like... There's an argument to be made him over. It, w- Westbrook, Murray, Fox, Kyle Lowry, and Drew Holiday, I feel like there's a case to be made that he's better than them. It just kind of goes back to how talented that point guard yeah, position is. It, like, it really is. There's so many elite point guards out there that it's like, it's just hard. Like, because you only see them in one system, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. imagining them doing other stuff. Well, that's why I put Jamal Murray, because, like, what you yeah, said. Yeah, he's like, a plug He could do everything. He's a plug and play. All right, so where are we at now? So where did you where did you put Ben Simmons? Because I put him at fourteen. You put him what? You put him in your top ten, right? I I'd say, Drew, him and Drew back and forth eight and nine. I'd have Damn, Lowry and Murray high. underneath. Oh shit! I got my thirteen. But oh. I'm just not a big Murray guy. Y'all are gonna That's hate me because I put Drew Holiday at fifteen. Son of a bitch! I sh- wow. probably looking back, I probably should put Mike Conley in that. 13th i mean in that 15th spot when i had him in that 13th spot see this goes just because like oh my bad no no go ahead i was gonna say just because i feel like i've already seen mike conley's ceiling like you already know he's yeah, gonna give you fair enough. it's nothing new in his bag it's just drew holiday just has to be consistent yeah. ben simmons has to be consistent that's all it is i feel that i feel that it just kind of goes back to that point guard thing of how 
the point guard position is literally so talented that every one of the, these arguments that we're making can move a fucking player's ranking. Like, I feel like even going up to as high as, like, three and four, it's still, like, there can be some movement there. It's just, it's such a good position. That's true. Pause. <laughs> All right, so where are we at now? So I have 13 Ben Simmons, four, or John, Ben Simmons, and me are interchangeable. After that, I got LaMelo. I think LaMelo is better than Lonzo at this point. I, that might be overgassing them just because Lonzo is elite defensively, but I just think that the fact that Charlotte really fell out of that like a uh, playoff pitcher once LaMelo got hurt. It did have something to do with like Gordon Hayward getting hurt, but they had PJ Washington, they had Miles or McCall, no Miles Bridges who like can hold down that forward position. So I think if like even if Gordon Hayward got hurt, having LaMelo be healthy, they're a playoff team. And I just don't think Lonzo had that impact on him. Granted he is in the West, but I don't know, that offensive deficiency is pretty big to That's me. why I have Lonzo higher. He's in the he's in the West, right? He's in the East now. He's in the East. Well, now he yeah. is. But last yeah, year he was, he was in the West. He was in the West. I feel like the East is a little bit more weaker, respectfully. There's a oh, lot. Of, there's a lot of more smaller and shiftier guards like Kemba Walker, Kyrie Irving. You know, I mean, Kyrie's not a point guard anymore, but yeah. not in this conversation. So it's like, I gotta see more. I gotta see more defense on of him. I feel you. But. That's one reason I didn't have him so high. And plus, he's still he's still getting his feet wet, you know? Not discrediting him or anything. Like, he's not a pro or anything like that. But I just got to see more. Okay. What do you, what do you got to say? Oh, I was rewriting everything. That whole murder thing fucked me up. But um, you guys were at what, 12? Thir- no, I was what? at... Ben Simmons was 13. I had Ja... Or at 15. 15. Who you got 15? 15? I was kind of just going back because I was, like, rewriting everything. Uh, I had Murray all the way at 12. Wow. If I'm being honest. That's crazy. 12 there. Um, 13 and 14, I would have to go between John Brogdon. Okay. I, I think it's just a system thing. I think Brogdon does a lot more than Job would. It's just, to me, Brogdon isn't putting the Grizzlies in the in the playoffs if you swap him with Ja. Ja gave you, like... What did he give you? Forty something against uh against Utah. Yeah. When his biggest game is literally driving in, and they have Rudy Gobert, so that's supposedly the team that's gonna stop you, right? Rudy Gobert's overrated. But I agree. I'll say it. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. I completely agree. But if you're going by like archetypes that are supposed to slow you down, Rudy Gobert is supposed to slow down John Moran. On dude, paper, the dude cooked him. You know what I mean? And he was cooking in the playoffs. He was cooking in the playing like. I just think he shows up when it works. And your point about Jamal Murray, bro, that, that man goes off in the playoffs. <laughs> Regular season, he might be what he is, yeah. but, man, in the playoffs, he fucking could. He flips bro. that switch, man. Yeah, him and him and Donovan Mitchell are the two players who I think flip that switch, like, I guess the heaviest because, like, they just turn into different dudes, right? It's crazy. I actually put Brogdon at 17, so. Yeah, I did too. Just because, like, I don't – I mean – I can respectfully I can live with him, you know. It's just he just gets hurt too much. That's, That's my too. thing. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. He gets hurt too much, and I feel like we can't really see what he is because every time it seems like he's getting back into a flow injury. So like, what is your consistent flow? That's my thing. After Brogdon at seventeen, I have Kemba and then John Wall. Oh no, wait, John Wall is better than Kemba. I was gonna bad. say what? I wait. So you have John Wall at above Kemba? Kemba? Yeah. What? Really? How? Bro, that, that, that I injury, hate Kemba as a Celtics fan. I don't know. But the, both, I, I'm not taking both of them. Both of them, to me, are just like at the end of that 20. 
Because no. it's like both of y'all got hurt. I, I'm, I put John Wall at 20. I put Kemba at 18. And I put D'Angelo Russell at 19. 19? Nah, bro. Kemba's not better than D'Angelo Russell right now. I mean. It's just they both just got hurt. And it's like. I don't know. <laughs> that N3, it's like. That's why I said I don't want to be disrespectful with any of these picks. But it's just like. Last year, I didn't see anything from John Wall. Anything. I didn't see any progress. I didn't see anything new. I didn't see anything I've already seen already from John Wall. Especially in a new system. But it's like, when that hardened... But Houston was such a bad place to be, in my opinion. Because you get there and it's literally a shit show. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't have the luxury that the that Kemba had to be in a set role. Where it's like, you were inconsistent in that role. Like, John Wall didn't really... Okay, are we competing with Harden? Are we re- rebuilding? Like, what's going on? Because supposedly, you're playing with James Harden. You're yeah. playing with Buddy Cousins. And then it's like, this happens, like... I just feel like Houston was such a shit show. Because you had the, like... There was just so much going so on. Much, like, even even in the, the locker room, the dysfunction. Yeah, the is, dis- there was just so dysfunctional where I feel like Kemba had a situation to succeed. Uh, breaking news, folks. Kelly Oubre has signed a two-year, $26 million deal with the Charlotte Hornets. Ooh, Damn, nice pickup. On the air. Damn, on air. That's crazy. They got a lot cuter in Charlotte, too. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm a oh, big Kelly Uber fan. <laughs> Off the court. Oh. <laughs> Bro, that, that's funny. That's he got funny. so excited, too. He's like, you know what? Should we just talk about free agency then since that just happened? Uh, I just well. wanted, uh, after everything that you guys said, I kind of just rearranged the whole top 20 thing. I, I got Steph, Luca, Harden, Dame, Trey, Chris Paul, Westbrook, Drew, Ben, Fox, Kyle Lowry, Jamal Murray, John Morant, Malcolm Brogdon, um, oh man, Lonzo, Lamelo, Kemba. Oh wait, no, I put Kemba twice. I fucked up. <laughs> All right, yeah, take out Kemba. Fuck me. Brogdon, Lonzo, <laughs> Lamelo, Kemba, D'Lo, and John Wall. Okay, what's your reasoning for putting John Wall at twenty? Actually, right. your your last three. What is your reasoning? Because you're a Celtics fan, so your reasoning would probably be better than me and Allen's for that last three. You don't think Kemba should be above D'Lo? No, I have Kemba. I actually have Kemba above D'Lo. So what are you asking? No, no, no. I said, like, what is your take for, like, the last two? Like, oh, why, um, what is the reasoning for putting them two there? I, I think it's just what they can do. Uh, I hate Kemba as a Celtics fan, but he can give you mid-range scoring, finishing, and he can facilitate to a degree. All three of those guys, I I don't think they can play like a defense. Yeah. I think John Wall, maybe, he's just not where he was in his prime anymore. He's he's not going to stop you from driving into the paint. I just feel like if John Wall's on a different contract on a different team, he'll be viewed a lot different. Yeah, of course. Like, if John Wall is, say, but he, I think he is, like, a 10, 10 mil a year type of guy on a good contending team, I think a lot of people will start to change their perspective on, on John Wall. You think that whole culture over there is just toxic right now? I just Houston? think, I mean, maybe it's going to get better with yeah. that whole young culture going on, but it's like... Bro, there was, in my opinion, there's no way anybody succeeds in Houston with, like, all these controversies going on with James Harden hitting strip clubs and shit. James Harden not giving a fuck about the league. You know? Like, yeah. there was just so much shit going on where it's like, bro, is hooping really, like, it's just... Are we really hooping? Yeah. Like, what the fuck's going on here? That's just me. You know? All right. So, do you guys want to... I forgot uh, about Conley. <laughs> I forgot to put Conley in there. It's all good, my Shit, friend. I don't know where I would put Conley. Probably after Brogdon before Lonzo. I feel like I'd take Conley before Lonzo. 
That's crazy, man. <laughs> see what we got. All right, let's go into free agency. We're in. What did happen after all that? After DeMar was day two, huh? Yeah, yeah. Dude. Let's just DeMar the Bulls. How you feeling, Nate? I like that. I know Ian's the one who called it. Hey, I called it, called it the, the last on the pod, first dog. episode. He said. I, he said. Call me crazy. It's true. It, it was impossible. It's a signing. I was like, there's no way. We both, me and Nate, both shut it off. Well, like, I give up. It was just that young. That is young, else? and it was Alfred Camino too, or no? That is young, a first there. future future first round pick and two second round picks. They didn't even throw Amino. I thought Amino was with I the Magic. I thought he got shipped during that Vucevic trade. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was just that young, the first and the two seconds. And the only reason I put Demar was just because I was like, they can't get him. I don't. At first, I didn't think it would fit in the system, but it's gonna. I don't know. I got to see how it's going to work out over there. So you're running DeMar at the three, Patrick Williams at the four. Yeah, yeah you have no other option. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, especially with that young gun. But even then, it's like, I think it's not even on like, they have no other option type shit. I think that's just genuinely that's a talented starting five. Because you got defensive facilitator, shooter and finisher in Levine. You got a mid-range score in DeRozan. Patrick Williams is just a big guy in there who can play defense for you. Maybe put in some layups if you need to dish the ball out. And then Vuce is going to do his own Patrick thing. Williams also 40% shooter from three. It was only two attempts, so, like, you can be like, oh, he's really not that nice. He's barely throwing him up. But, but he has the ability. Yeah, he has the ability. The, the form isn't broken. And mm-hmm. another thing is DeMar DeRozan at this point in his career is not just a mid-range scorer. Like, over San Antonio, he developed into, like, a really, really good playmaker. Yeah. And I think, like, he's kind of going to play that point-forward role. And in my opinion, like, Lonzo is a super good uh like full court facilitator but in the half court he did get a little stagnant just because he doesn't necessarily have like that driving kick ability yeah that demar Derozan does have so you're giving demar the ball it's not that i'm giving him the ball they're more or less going to split the playmaking yeah. but i just feel like okay lonzo's obviously going to be the bank facilitator but when it gets slow Derozan's going to make a play and i wouldn't be surprised if he has seven assists six assists this year because he's just nice as fuck at distributing yeah and he's probably i think he's uh i think he's the only player that has consistently uh scored 20 points within his career if i'm not mistaken i could be wrong i could be wrong he was just really nice and i feel like at this point like he's better than he's ever been in my opinion like i know he's not the 25 point per game scorer but he doesn't need to be that anymore like his offensive game is just more well rounded. He can't shoot the three, but that's the only thing. Like he's facilitating, he's driving that to the rim. Is deadly. And you, bro, they, they were one of the worst teams at free throws. You got mm-hmm. Demar now. That's gonna change. Let me ask you a question. Do you think now that uh, Demar's taking those uh, mid range, do you see Lonzo or who's the who's the other point guard? Uh, uh, Caruso, Kobe White. No, no, no. Who would be in that starting lineup? It's Lonzo, Zach, Zach. Do you see them taking taking more three point attempts now that they have bro, Demar at the mid? They're both forty percent shooters on like. I think eight attempts, both of them. Like, people still think for some reason that Lonzo can't shoot. Lonzo can shoot. If you think Lonzo can't shoot, again, yeah, you're fucking casual. Yeah, I think Lonzo casual. shot 38% last season. Yeah, bro. Like he, he, he improved a lot with the Pelicans. He can shoot. It's just As for, much as I hated that fit. People don't watch the NBA. That's the thing. So they're like, oh, he can't shoot. Bro, he can shoot. And he's damn near elite. And Zach Levine, it's like, bro, DeMar has the most space he's probably had in a while. All right, now let me ask y'all this question. When I was doing my notes about like the Bulls and Demar Derozan coming over here, where do you guys think is where do you think what do you think is gonna happen with Kobe White's career in uh, Chicago? 
Bro, I don't even know now. Like, it's so... Like, he has no place now. He could stay, honestly. I'm he not even mad if he stay. stays. I honestly didn't even think he could do a lot, even if he was a starter. That's what I'm saying. This is, honestly, probably the best situation for him in Chicago right now. Because it's like, yeah, you're going to play that Lou Will role. And Alex Caruso next to him, as honestly, he was one of the best defensive guards in the league last year. Like, he got some all-defensive, like, votes. He's not, like, number one or nothing, but he's putting in work, and having him next to Kobe White is pretty nice. He's on that third no, yeah, team. For, for the Lakers last yeah, season? Like, yeah, he's on that third team, huh? For, for the Lakers' postseason run last season, Caruso was the most efficient defensively for them. Yeah, like, I think having him next to Kobe White, it's, it's really nice, and I really like what the Bulls have been doing. I just feel like the NBA is better when the Knicks are good, the Bulls are good, like Celtics. Like, like that's such a, like, a, oh, big market type shit, but, like, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I was yeah. like, shit's interesting, man. The playoffs yeah. are fun. Like, bro, when's the last time the Bulls have, like, really gone at it? Like, it's just nice to see, man. As much as I hate James Dolan, I I like seeing the Knicks do good. Bro, Carnicevis or whatever the fuck that yeah. his name is, bro, he's getting to work, bro. He's getting to work. You guys want to talk about the Knicks now? Let's talk about the Knicks. Bro, hey, man. Man. Kemba nine mil nine mil a year steal. Kemba agreed to a buy. If we could offer him that, would have kept him the Celtics. Fuck. Like okay, I know before we were saying Patrick Beverly is a good fit, but we didn't think Kemba Walker was going to be available. <laughs> no, you know no what one I mean? expected him to nobody, take nine mil. Nobody thought Kemba Walker was going to be available. You mean tell me about Kemba Walker and he still got that two headed monster D Rose him quickly off the bench? Man, you think that's what the Knicks needed? It's nice. I just want to see how they hold up defensively, but at the same time, Tom Thibodeau's their coach. So they done to hold up defensively. You know what I mean? He's going to blow out Kemba's knees too. <laughs> bro, I don't, know I don't even say that, bro. Knock on wood. Oh, shit. My bad. <laughs> I was going to say, we, we, just, we, we, we just got D-Rolls popping again, man. We, we ain't trying to wish injuries on nobody. All right. Now, um, a few players. do you guys think uh, Kemba's going to go like go crazy next year? Because isn't that his hometown too? Like, he's from New York? Yeah, he is from New York. I'll give him like 18 points per game. 18 points per game? That's fair. That's fair. I I wouldn't even be surprised if he had 16. Though. Why'd they re-sign Julius is my question. I if mean, Ju- Julius Randle has a career of only balling out in his contract years. And I feel like, kind of kind of like how you would tell us before we started the podcast, that that whole playoff run of him doing terrible was the best thing that could have happened to him. Because it kind of just brought him down to earth. And it's showing him, like, Bro, there's people, more that you can improve on. People thought Julius Randle was, like, a number one option type guy. And I was like, wait a minute. Let's let's relax a little bit. Yeah. And in my year, in my opinion, I, I still would have been like, all right, take one more year. Let me see what you can do. And let me see if you really bout that. You know what I mean? Because you're a contract year guy so far. Yeah. I just think I just need to see more stuff defensively from J- Julius Randle. Yeah. Scoring? Yeah. I know he could get you a bucket. He could shoot the three. He's a three-level scorer, you know? He can... With Mitchell Robinson... Healthy this season, it's going to do a lot better for him. Yeah, I, I can definitely. So, see. what do you have for rankings in the East? I, I got Nets one, Bucks two. I I know I the Seventy Sixers are still shopping Ben Simmons, so I, think I this, don't know if I can. I put think them the Sixers are going to be number two, and I put uh, the Bucks at three. It, it, it's just hard to rank them because are you ranking them with Ben Simmons or without? I think they're going to end up getting rid of him. Let's okay. be let's be honest. He's not. He hasn't talked to the team. Yeah, he's not in contact with anybody. He's literally only. But it's talk- like it's hard to put Philly at number two then because you don't necessarily know what type of value they're getting back. That's true. So let's I, let's just assume it. it's the Ben and it, Joel, it, just yeah. to make it like I guess okay. predictable. So I'd Philly's gonna be top three. Two, three, three. Yeah, that they, they've shown that they could do it. Uh, Celtics probably gonna be number four. 
No. I'm, I'm no. playing Miami. I'm putting Miami. I'm putting... I'm putting Miami. Putting and then maybe us at five. I want to put Chicago that high. I, I don't... It, it's just the chemistry yet. thing. You have to see how they work well together. Because we all thought that they are going to get at least eight. But here's my Bruce thing, there. though. Like, Celtics kind of fell off a little bit towards the end of the year. They were in the play-in. And it's like... I blame Kemba. You let Evan Fournier walk. You still haven't necessarily solved that point guard issue. So it's like... That those Dennis Schroeder is that the is that the the savior? I mean, <laughs> would you would you be okay with that? I'd rather take Isaiah Thomas's bum man. But it's um. like, I don't know. I just need to see what your guys's point guard situation is right now. And if like, in my opinion, I know you don't like Evan Fournier, bro, but he was a nice floor spacer, and you lost him, substituted for Jay Rich, and I feel like it's gonna be like that Seth Curry for Jay Rich shit. You lost a lot. Like Mavericks regretted that trade. You get me? I feel, I feel like you guys kind of did that same trade, but to a different player. But I don't know. I think I'm a little lower on Boston right now. Yeah, I I feel like so you guys have the Hawks scoring higher? is going to be our downfall. You got what? You guys have the Hawks hired again this year. Or you think they're going to fall off as well? John Collins got resigned. Everybody's pretty much it's, it's another, for the most part. They're a young. Team, I wasn't expecting so them they're just another their main components are still together. Yeah. So I think Hawks are going to be better than the Celtics. Honestly, I got Bulls after I got Miami. I think they're going to work it out. So you think Bulls five, Hawks six, mm-hmm. what, Celtics seven? Celtics seven. Who Who's in the playoffs? I got Hornets. Wizards. Eight. Wizards. I I don't, I don't know. Think they they got Dan I think Wizards might make playing. You think Hornets got? I think Hornets got eight. Yeah. I, with Kelly Oubre now. Sold. Sold. <laughs> Damn, Hornets that's AC. that's a really nice forward rotation. They still you got, got Hayward. Gordon now. Hayward, Kelly Oubre, Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges, PJ Washington. Yo, that's nice. You have a lot of work with. You have a lot to work a with. A lot to work Mason with. Mason Plumley on center. So who's making that plan? I, for me, my top three is going to be the Wizards, the Pacers, and the Pistons. I like that. I got Wizards. Yeah, and, I got the same three. And the only reason I put the Pistons is because they're a dark horse. You've been gassing them up I like before the fucking draft. Oh, hell no. And I'm a big Jeremy Grant guy, so. I just think it's a... They're going to be a 10 seed. I think the, the Pistons are pretty solid. I like Kate Cunningham. I like Kelly Olynyk next to Kate Cunningham. I like their roots and Isaiah Stewart, or second-year guys now, Isaiah Stewart and uh, Sadiq Bey. They all just fit together. And Jeremy Grant is nice, so it's like, they did seem, in my opinion. Only reason I don't put the Maver- the Magic in that situation is because um, they still got a lot of shit to figure out, yeah, honestly. they're still young. They're still young, and I feel like they don't have a set culture. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. In my opinion, though, my bad. I'm not putting the Magic there because it's like, this is kind of their first off-season of really rebuilding. No, no, no. Well, they tried to be that fucking team of the eighth seed, which is the worst place in the NBA to be, in my opinion, because you're not good enough to be a, like, contending team, but you're also not bad enough to get a fucking uh, a lottery pick. You get me? Did you put the Knicks in there? Oh, I did. I, 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 I forgot to put the Knicks. I was looking Holy at that shit. right now. Okay. So, it's either Celtics or Hornets falling out. I think it'd probably be the Hornets due to injury. But after seeing that forward rotation, Celtics are not that depth. But they also have way more star power, though, with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I think the Hornets, due to injury. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I don't know. due to injury, I think the Hornets are going to fall out. Knicks are going to take that here's spot. here's my theme, though. Or, honestly, we don't, we don't know how the Chicago situation is going to work. Let We're me, just putting them on that pedestal. Let, let me just name out the Hornets' depth right now. Okay. You got LaMelo Ball, Ish Smith, Sterry Terry. James Woodknight, Gordon Hayward, Kelly Oubre, Miles Bridges, PJ Washington, and then uh, Mason Plumley right. and Kai Jones. Well, let me That's ask you. Deep. Now let me ask Pause. you a question. 
How many of those players were there last year? Majority of it, except for Mason Plum- Plumley, yeah, um, the guy they just drafted, and uh, is another the Ishmith. Oh, and Ubre. And Ubre. So you still had like what five guys that you just mentioned? Yeah, so it's Lamelo. Literally, Lamelo went out, and they went in a fucking but, slump. But that's why they got that depth, though. Ah, I mean, and I think Boston is like Payne Pritchard, Marcus. Is Smart. Kelly Oubre the nicest though? As a rotation piece off the bench, he yeah, I. Right. 16 I points. I know what Ish, Ish Smith is giving me. I don't know what Kelly Oubre is giving but, me. But, like, LaMelo's injury was also, like, it wasn't, like, no lower body, like, shit. He broke his hand. It's a freak injury. You get me? So, it's, like, I don't think that's something where you could be, like, oh, they're injury prone. No, no, I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, without his presence, look at how badly they fucking, like, fell out. I don't know. But that, I could say that for Boston, too. JT, Jason Tatum falls out. Celtics are way more fucked, in my opinion. That's true. Or we, I feel like we might be putting my uh, Chicago on that pedestal. I feel. Who's the backup guards for the Hornets? It is uh, uh, James Budnight and Ishman. And Jason Terry. I like Ish. I'll give you that. I don't know what Budnight's going to do since it's like his rookie season. Who's behind Plumlee right now? Uh, either Kai Jones or Bismarck Biombo. He's a Bismarck free agent. I thought Bismarck Ooh, was free Bismarck's agent. a free agent. So and then Kai, Kai, you don't Kai really Jones, know what he's going to do. Yeah, Kai Jones, you don't know what he's doing. That's what I'm saying. You don't know what you're okay. going to get out of those guys. Okay, yeah. but what, what's Boston's depth that you guys are kind of vouching for? Well, Boston has had the same pieces. Right. Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Tatum, Williams, Horford. Let, let, let's say that's starting. I think Chris Dunn's going to lock up Ishmith if they go against each yeah. other. I think I Jay agree. Rich can lock up Booknight just because, you know, he's a rookie. More experience. Naismith... I, he he's still more of a project guy, but Uber is kind of inconsistent, so I think they're kind of neck and neck. And then Robert Williams, I like him on Bridges. I think Bridges is gonna gonna finish at the rack, but I still like Williams but ahead of if that. If you take away that ten game stretch where Uber was terrible for the Warriors, he was low key kind of a consistent sixteen points per game score. It's just that first like ten fifteen games were so fucking terrible that it made him look really bad. Okay. That's my thing. So coming off the bench here on the horn, assuming that he comes off the bench, I'm assuming that he is. I just think he needs to be in a more disciplined role. Like, I feel like in that Warriors system, it was kind of set up for him to be like, because they they were making it look like that. The media was like, oh, Clay got hurt. Kelly Oubre got signed. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to be that next, that, no, motherfucker, you're Kelly Oubre. You know what I mean? And now you're back in that system where it's like you're disciplined. You you got other guys in front of you. You know your role. And I think that's where he's going to flourish. That's my opinion. He's disciplined, but off the bench. That. So if you have Ball, Terry, Gordon all scoring there, PJ and Plumlee are just going to guard the paint. They're just going to put their hands yeah. up, make sure no one scores. Yes, so if you have Ball, Terry, Gordon, Ish is going to drive to the basket. I, he's got a nice mid-range. I'll give him that. What's Uber going to give you? Exactly. He's a three-level scorer. He's not an amazing three-level scorer, but he's an okay three-level but scorer off consistent. the bench. But he's off the bench and there's other pieces. He also has Miles Bridges next to him. Miles Bridges was nice. So it's like, it's not like he's that guy. That bench unit is set up as kind of like an all-around unit. It's not relying on fucking Kelly Oubre to give you 20. I don't know. Respectfully, I, I don't... I don't. I, I think my only thing is if... Kind of like how you were saying the, the Warriors 10-game stretch when he was doing terrible. It's still like the, the splits were decent, but he's going to get a lot less touches. So can you get for him making all of those touches? I don't but like my odds with him. My thing yeah. is, before the Warriors situation... Kelly Oubre was a good defender. I'll give him that. Three he, he, he stepped up. You know what I mean? And I feel like you guys are kind of putting it as to where, like, Kelly Oubre needs to do a lot. 
he really doesn't. Like, this team was kind of already set up. Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier are their scorers. You get me? Mm-hmm. And it's like, P.J. Washington is going to be a nice 3 and D guy at the 4 who can guard most players, right? You got Miles Bridges off the bench, who's probably going to be their primary scorer off the bench. With LaMelo or Ish Smith, just basically playmakers with them. You get me? No, yeah, I'm, I'm not taking it away from that. I, I think it's just more by a Celtics fan thing. I feel you. I, I think comparing our bench to the Hornets bench, I think they can hold their own. My thing was, you said they've been together for so long. I feel like they've been getting worse. Am I the only one that feels that way? I like, mean, I think it's just I think the point only guard. the star players have been doing better, like, but as a team, there's been less involvement. Like, for whatever, for whatever reason, I feel like Boston has just been getting worse. Like, I feel like they peaked that year where they went to the Eastern Conference Finals and took Braun to Game 7. It's like, after that, I don't know what's been going on. I think there's that point guard situation. But they haven't fixed that. That's what I'm saying. That, I yes. think that's their biggest issue. Until they figure it out, I think they're going to start to to flourish. Right. You're going to see it. But they, it, they need, like, a consistent point guard. In my opinion, until they figure it out, I have the Hornets above them. That's you, you got me. Hornets 8, yeah. Celtics 9. Yeah. I, I feel that. But here's the thing. In a playing game, I can definitely that, see Jason Tatum giving you 50 and th- them winning. You get me? Yeah, but if we're talking regular season, I think Hornets will finish above them. I don't know. All right. Well, we got to wait and see, you know? We got to wait and see. All right. So what's next on the agenda? What do we got? What Miami. do we have? Miami. Miami? What yep. they get? Miami re-signed Victor Oladipo on a one-year minimum deal. He took a minimum. I think he's just going to be there for rehab. He's not going to play a lot yeah. of games. Well, I'd be surprised if he did. He doesn't have to. But, man, the fucking journey that it took for him to no, get there. Marquise Morris was also a really good signing for them. Yeah. As a back of four? Uh, yeah. Like bro, that. their defense is going to be, be really fucking nice. crazy. Bro, and honestly, Oladipo, all he has to do is be a defender. I think Deadman was a really good re-signing. Now that Precious is gone, yeah. I think he can hold the fort for them on the bench. I think they have plans for Oladipo just because I feel like... Because didn't Houston uh, offer him like a $45 million contract and he turned it down? I'm not too sure. Before yeah. he got traded? What's uh? So so who's running the bench for the Heat? Is it going to be Tyler at the one, Oladipo at the two? Because I'm, I'm assuming it's Kyle starting and then Duncan next to him for shooting. Yeah, most likely. I don't like Tyler. I fucking to, hate him, ne- bro. Next to Kyle Lowry. I'd rather have Duncan. Just be like that Joe Harris role. I feel you. I, I mean, I would say that. Tyler here at the one, Victor Oladipo at the two. And then... Damn, who else do they got at the one? It'll be Dwayne Dedman at center. Uh, Markeith at, at the four. four. I don't He's, know who's their backup small forward. If I'm being honest. I mean, honestly, though, you don't need 10 guys, though. No, you yeah. you can run the nine-man. You can run the nine-man, but I just think Miami's Miami's pretty solid. Yeah. Defensively, I like their defense a lot, man. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, you guys want to talk about... Let's see who we got left. There wasn't a lot after day one. It wasn't. Honestly, no. it's just like, it didn't make enough noise just because, you know, all the big names are already taken. That's I, what it is. Yeah, I think it's just... Uh, it was honestly just that, that Lakers drama that was going on. Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy, but they still got a few roster spots, right? They got three. They I have two, so. I think. But they cut Alfonso they, they, they let go of Oh, uh, yeah, McKinney. that happened yesterday or yeah. today? Alfonso McKinney, uh, yesterday. they let go of. So, damn. Iguodala would be nice. He said he either wants to go with them yeah. or the Warriors again. Him, Iguodala Warriors, nice. or Nets. I personally want to see him on the Warriors. I think Yeah, I want to see that uh, reunion. Assuming that they don't do a Ben Simmons trade, I know the Warriors and the 76ers are still in talks. I, I would like to see him help develop Kuminga. I think that'd be really yeah. good for him. I just don't know how that's going to work out, though, that whole Ben Simmons stuff, because, like, he's the same type of player as Draymond yeah. is. And, like, I know, I guess from a business standpoint, like, you would want the younger version of the same player, 
But, like, you can't get rid of Draymond, like, at all. I think that'll just fuck up the culture so much in the Warriors. Like, he's yeah. a leader. He's literally there to mentor the young guys and put them in check. You really think Ben fucking Simmons is going to do that? <laughs> or you take him out, who's going to step up? Clay? I ain't never even seen him talk. <laughs> no, he's actually really funny. But he, like, he was talking when they played Detroit. Yeah, he's actually hilarious. He's actually hilarious. But like, real shit. Like, who's gonna be that leader? You get me? Like, I don't think Clay and I don't think Steph are those guys. Drake can hit that three if they need him to. If they're running a pick and pop and he's out there, he can hit that. Uh, that's gonna take away a lot of Ben Simmons's in there. Like, I I get it. He's a he's a good playmaker, good big body <laughs> defender. But it's like I don't think they could play together, and I wouldn't take. Like, I just wouldn't take... I'd say Warriors just keep it as, as they are. Yeah. Don't, don't do a Lillard trade, a Beal trade. It's Simmons. not worth it. Yeah. I think yeah. them, as long as Clay can stay healthy before the start of the season... They're going to be in that play tournament, yeah. playing tournament. They're set up for a good way. Like, they got they got future pieces. Moses Moody, Kaminga, fucking uh, James Wiseman. Like, not a lot of contending teams can have that much young talent. Playing tournament? You don't think they can be top, top six? Say that again? You don't think Warriors can be top six? Um... I guess the only thing is just like it's got. I got to see how Clay's gonna do. You know, well, we're, assu- Clay, we're assuming he's gonna be a hundred percent starting this season. Let's say he isn't. Yeah, but with Clay, it's it's the same thing as Kevin Durant. It was that torn ACL, right? I but, believe so. But Clay has those games where he'll take like four steps and drop thirty points. He doesn't have to move around as much. That's too. true. I don't know. Where did the East rankings? Should we just do the West? Might as well. Oh, we're talking well. about the yeah. Warriors. All right, so, All right, so one Lakers for the West. We got uh, Lakers. I, I think that yeah, that's Lakers a given. One seat. Lakers. Who's that two seed? I, I Utah. Like Suns aren't gonna be as good as they were last year. I think Utah's gonna be that two seed. Yeah, I just see it. Utah's a very nice Jazz, very nice team. They got a lot better. Yeah, I, I would say they got better with uh, Eric Pascal, Rudy Day. They got Pascal for a steal. Rudy Day, I believe they use their mid level steps on. Yeah, Mavs are gonna be the third. Okay. You see Mavs that high? Bro, I, I I think I'm No like, I think bro. Mavs can go Deep in the playoffs But I'm saying like Reggie Bullock jo- Just nice re- regular season Do you think Luka Can get them I honestly think wins? I honestly think The Suns are gonna do Better than the Mavs This okay. year So we'll switch it We'll put Suns at 3 yeah. And then Mavs but at But I four. think Like it's one of those Situations where it's like Okay you might be A better seed But this team's more Dangerous in the yeah. playoffs You know what I mean But it's I think post-season Regular wins. season wise CP and Booker Are gonna get you some wins You have Suns over Nuggets Seeding wise I, I know Jamal's going to be out till yeah, basically playoffs, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Nuggets go after them. So no, sucks. I got Warriors after that, I think. That's hard. No, I think they're going to kind of rest play a little bit. And kind of just I, I, I have they're they're going to be a playoff team. Warriors. Okay, let me ask you a better question. Do you think the Clippers are still in that top five? No. No, Kawhi's not playing not this year. They're going to be the play-in. They'll okay. do play-in. So who's after Who's after? It? I don't know because I got Lakers, Utah Suns, Nuggets, Warriors. It's going to be fucking interesting this year just looking at all the teams. You know, you know I, what? I think it's Grizzlies. easier to say who falls out, if anything. Yeah. Uh, I, I sure Rockets sure. are out. Rockets, Thunder. Timberwolves. Kings. Timberwolves. Kings. Uh, Spurs. Spurs are out. Uh, we just need seven to fall out, huh? Or at least five playing ones. But you guys think Pelicans are going to make that plan? I don't think so. I think so. I think so. Uh, so hey, if Spurs are falling out, I, I could see um, Pelicans in there for the I need to write this shit down because I feel Kings, like I'm not ready. Kings, Tim, Spurs. I got you ready. What am I missing? Trailblazers are going to be in the. I, I think, no, nah, I think their spot is going to be good on the playoffs. You think year. they're keeping Dame? Yeah, this year. They're going to write it out. Um, but I think after that. I think he's going to pick where he wants to go. New York. That's all I got to say. 
They bro, honestly, they're keeping Kemba. Hey, he, he guessed the DeRozan thing. Where do you, I, I think I think he's gonna end up New York. For who? What do you mean for who? His What's contracts after that. Oh, is, is, yeah, his contracts. No, um, I think it's not two. Oh, so you think free agency? Is gonna doesn't be? he have an option? Doesn't he have a, a what's a one and one? I but, don't know. They extended him. I think two I, seasons ago. It doesn't make sense for them to not trade him if he's an inspiring this year. That's the way I see it. So I think it's under contract for another year. Um, um, where do you guys have Nuggets at? Where did you have Nuggets at? Nuggets I have them at four. I don't have them that high just because, you know. Jamal's going to be a big factor. Because Jamal didn't get hurt until, like, the end of the season. That's what I'm saying. So Honestly, I, I got Nuggets. I think Nuggets might do better than the Mavs. Just because you're going to have another. Oh, I need for Mavs. You're going to have another MVP here from Jokic. And then it's like Michael Porter is also going to do another year of improving. Yeah. Aaron Gordon is going to get adjusted to but it. But that point guard position, man. I don't know, man. I just think. Mavs are going to be one of those teams that are a little lower on the seating, but you just don't want to face. You guys think uh, is Austin Rivers going to start for them? I don't think it's going to be Composo. Probably is Composo signed. I believe so. I think he's still under contract. So you have Trailblazers in there for now. I do have the Trailblazers. So who falls out? Grizzlies or Pelicans? Um, I'm gonna say Pelicans, bro. I'm not a fan of the Pelicans. I don't. I I don't. Who's their head coach now? Isn't. Uh, I thought they extended Steve Van Gundy. Fuck no. I think they fired his ass. Yeah. They yeah, had they, to. He was they, ass, they bro. Him. If Van Gundy's the head coach, the Pelicans ain't making the playoffs. Okay, so we have Trail. I don't know who the head coach is, but if they have a new head coach, I don't know. I got to see how I got to see how they use Zion, bro. And then Grizzlies, I don't know. I feel like the Grizzlies are more hungry, hungrier when it comes to playoff time. I feel like they can flip the switch as a oh, team. I was missing um, what's that? Dylan Brooks, he flips the switch. Yeah, he does. John Moran does too, so it's like... I like the energy they give, honestly. I'd be rooting for them. I'm not going to lie. I um, do, I make, do I think they're going to make it deep in the playoffs? Let's be real. No. Well, but can they make that. noise? Most definitely, yes. So we all think Clippers are making top eight. Um, no. I think they're going to be in that plane. I think they're going to be the playing, too. It's just, I don't think Paul George is that guy to lead a team to Fuck the playoffs. Man. And it's just like, in the East, maybe, but the West is just too good, man. It's too, it, This is the way I see it. If Steph Curry can lead you to the playoffs, Paul George ain't leading you to the playoffs. The way I see it, if Paul, George, if Paul George is still in his fucking feelings, they're not going anywhere. If he somehow gets gets his, because uh, pe- people were saying that he had Indiana glimpses. I didn't see it. I mean, he was nice in the playoffs when Kawhi stepped down, but it's just like I just don't see that consistently happening for a season, to where like they can genuinely get a playoff just, spot after just, that. He just has to be in a good mind space. That's all it is. If you. he just blocks out all the attention, all the hate. I just think even then, like they can't afford to get Reggie Jackson back, assuming Kawhi Leonard resigns. So it's like okay, Kawhi Leonard's gonna resign. He's not going to play the whole year. Yeah. Who's going to sign? And honestly, his Kawhi's role just gets deeper and deeper. I don't know what the fuck's going on with Bro, Kawhi. let's talk about Kawhi Leonard. Let's go for it. Oh, yeah. my God. That, for bro, someone who doesn't talk, that motherfucker is a deal. Bro, it just pisses me off how, like, the way that... they People only let Kawhi slide because he just doesn't talk and he minds his yeah. own business. And they see him as, like, this robot meme. So they let him slide with whatever he wants. But, bro, the shit he does is, like, unacceptable, bro. Like, it's crazy. Like, doesn't he live in San Diego and he commutes to the fucking team playing and he always makes them late for practice and games and nobody says shit? Him and PG. That was yeah. the first season. Like, how the fuck do you do that as a superstar player and nobody says anything? Why? Because it's like, oh, shit, let's not let Kawhi get unhappy and leave. That's fine. Like, bro, what? And uh, to top it off, he's fucking over the Clippers because they can't pick up any yeah. new pieces. It's like Robert, until he was it's like, yeah. it's like Robert Ory said, bro. Like, free agents wait to see what happens. 
like if that Westbrook trade didn't go down, those Lakers wouldn't be making those moves. No. I know that's a different situation. It's not a signing, but it's a trade. But players wait to see what domino falls to see if theirs was going to fall. You get me? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay, Kawhi Leonard hasn't re-signed. So why the fuck is another player going to sign over there when there's a chance that the car ain't even going to be back there? And if Kawhi signs day one, it's like, oh, shit, all right, they got themselves a squad. Let me hop in. You get me? And also what I what I took away from this, not too many pe- not too many teams have cap space left to fucking give them yeah. give them a max contract like that. So who the think, fuck is he gonna sign with? I don't think Reggie's going back because he's unrestricted. But I don't even think that Verderize on him. I don't I don't, I don't think, think he's gonna either. go back. I think that's why he was crying because he knows that that's the end of his role. Because last Clippers. year was a trade that got him there, right? Yeah. Or was it a signing? Or no, it was the year before that. He wasn't oh, yeah? good. He wasn't oh, good until okay. the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Like they signed him for a for a minimum, I think, or like the mid level, but. Yeah, he'd be unrestricted. He hasn't been there long enough to get burned. Well, this is what they reported. They expected to do a four-year deal with $176.2 million. And either that deal or they're going to do a two-year with a, it's pretty much a one-in-one. So he's going to have that second year is going to be a player option. Mm-hmm. And they said that he's going to probably – they want him to re-sign for a five-year deal, which is worth $235 million. But, know. you know, who knows? I mean, they're not the – Clippers ain't the best at fucking keeping their superstars. I just think Kawhi is really, like, fucking putting the Clippers in a headlock right now. And it just has to go with also what fucking Perch said, bro. It's like, bro, no other player when they're hurt is in the fucking suite just eating steak watching your team in the fucking playoffs, bro. Like, get your ass on the bench, hype up your guys, and make sure everybody's straight. Like, you're the fucking superstar. They're probably... Terrence Mann is probably, like... Looking for Kawhi, you know, like, like this yo, is my vet. Like, tell me, yeah, that's my vet. He's in the fucking suite eating some fucking good ass food, just watching me, bro. Now, let like, me ask you this: What did what did Trey Man uh uh drop uh in the playoffs that that last game? What was it? Terrence Man. Terrence Man. He, he, Terrence gave, him, he gave him forty. Man. Yeah, he gave him forty. Right. 40 you think you right? think you think if Kawhi was there, you think he would still drop forty? Like healthier if he was there on the no, bench? No, no, no. Like, I, I just to be just to be in that. I feel like he, it just would have. I don't. I can't really say. It's kind of hard to say, but it's like, dude, I just feel like the team overall would just be better, like, to have that vet be there. He's really just posted and like, all right, y'all got it. Like, literally, bro. Like, he leaving the team in the tunnel. All right, y'all got this shit. I'll catch y'all later. Like, that's how I see it. He's like, a one-man band. Yeah, bro. Like, be there with your guys, man. What you doing? Now, let's say he does resign. Who are the late, Who are the Clippers picking up after that? Are they picking up? I, I say they got to resign Nicholas Platoon. They did. They did? Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, it's two years. Let me see who's left. Two years. Uh, so they... I don't even know how many roster spots they got, bro, to be honest. But it's you think, like... You think they're re-signing uh, DeMarcus Cousins on a minimum deal? I would I like them to, but it's like, I don't... I don't With Woody Cousins, I feel like teams are weird. But it's like, these are the top free agents available. We got... Without Kawhi. Excuse me. Reggie Jackson, Avery Bradley, Schroeder, Wesley Matthews, Paul Millsap, Josh Hart, Andre Iguodala, J.J. Reddick, Diallo, Stanley Johnson, Denzel Valentine, Justice Winslow, Ed Davis, and James Ennis. It's like, they played themselves, y'all. Like, I don't know who else. Maybe they just snagged Avery Bradley. I don't know. They're very good with point guards, I think. Re- but Reggie Jackson's leaving, so who's going to take and that? And so is fucking uh, Patrick... Uh, what uh, was it? I don't think Patrick Beverly's a, a free agent, so I feel like he would have popped up. You're right. I thought he was. I thought oh, so, no. too. Yeah, you're right. Oh, he's not. Um, what do you guys think uh, Paul Millsap is going to end up 
I wanted in Minnesota. I had said that the last episode. JJ Riddick, I know that's one of your guys too. Yeah. You already got shooting guards. I don't think you pick them up anymore. No, I think we're good. Um. Yeah, this is some pretty ass uh, free agents, respectfully. Where do you guys think Josh Hart is going to end up? I don't know. Who needs a... Who has enough cap, like, to pick up, like, guys like Larry Marketing, yeah. Reggie Jackson? I, I think that's honestly all that's left in free agency. It's Laurie, Reggie. I don't know where Dennis Schroeder's going to go. Uh, I, I think he gave himself a bad rap after last season. Fuck yeah. And then someone who's going to trade for Laurie. And then Paul Millsap. I know you were saying Paul Millsap. To the Timberwolves, that'd be really nice. Next to kind of, I feel like all these guys trying to play themselves. Yeah. Like, they have to take mid-levels. And it's like, they kind of put themselves in that situation, but it's, they can't get paid anymore. Do you yeah. see these guys getting uh, minimum deals? I mean, Hassan Whiteside took a fucking pay cut. I mean, Hassan Whiteside's a minimum guy. I don't... I mean... <laughs> I mean, um... Got, <laughs> all right. Okay. I shade. mean, we, we, we just saw live on the air that Hornets on Kelly Uber. Do you think they still make a move for... Uh, Laurie Markkinen? It was a sign trade that they probably wanted to do to get Markkinen. I yeah. don't know. I wouldn't personally do it, but I feel I, like Laurie Markkinen would have fit good in San Antonio. They kind of already made their move, so I don't really know what I got to say for Laurie Markkinen. Yeah, them getting Doug and Zach Collins, uh, I think that kind of screwed it over with them. I don't know where Laurie's going to go, if I'm being honest. I'm so sorry, y'all. We are live in East LA once more. Um, just another day. <laughs> Proceed. Is that the first time they passed by? No, this was this, remember oh, the last the other time. the other party it happened again. Oh damn, that's right. <laughs> and everybody just got all quiet. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I gotta explain myself. Yeah, I don't know. If anything, no one imagine no one offers something to Laurie and then Chicago gets him back on a qualifying offer. It's like six mil, something like that. Mm. I yeah. don't know. There, yeah. there's not a lot of people left. I don't like him on Chicago. If I'm being real. I don't, I don't like, like him in general. I didn't like him. I didn't like what I seen from him. Yeah. His expectations, they're, they just went from high to lower, 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 to damn, even lower. It's just like... I mean, what what does he give you? <laughs> nothing at this point, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Nothing. To me, I, I see he brings nothing to the table. He doesn't stand out. It doesn't look like he wants to play. I'm not sure if it's Chicago itself, the culture, the system. I don't know what it is. But he doesn't look like he wants to play there. Anything else you guys want to speak upon before I start my rant? Oh, like damn, that's right. Like this time yeah, he, yeah. We we brought up Monk and uh, Monk and Kendrick Nunn, we right? Didn't bring the, uh, we the, didn't bring up the, the most important guy. My boy wearing the jersey. The I'm Lakers sure signed yesterday. Right. Ellen, can you please explain to the audience how loud? I was yesterday at the store. Let me just break it down for y'all. <laughs> Coming into work, you know what I mean? Just walk in and say what's up to my boy. And, you know, just a normal day. I'm sitting down. Honestly, just kind of may or may not be wasting a little time before I head out. And then I get a notification. What is it? It's a little woes ball. My boy Ian's with me in the back. I was like, holy shit. I just showed him my phone. Lakers signed Carmelo Anthony. I shit you not, bro. My boy was jumping up and down screaming, yes. Lakers not mellow, bro. I never seen my boy so high. On God, man. Like seeing that shit happen is like some two K shit, cause like you never, you would never have expected. At least like in my lifetime, you would never expect it. Carmelo on the Lakers. 
I honestly thought he was going to retire last year. I was honestly not even too sure if he was going to get picked up this year. Bro, they were trying to get him out of the league at one point. Like, Bro, they were really trying to do my boy dirty. Y'all have no idea how many fucking arguments I've gotten with friends on, like, trying to explain to them, like, how nice Melo is and was and, like, how he changed certain cultures. I just feel like Carmelo this year, he's going to give you 15 a night. And he's coming off a good year. Last year, he came off of... He's actually shooting at his career best right now. He's shooting at a 40.9% from the three. From the three. I don't know if it was the system he was in, but listen, man. Off the bench, if uh, I have enough cheddar in my pocket, you're going to see my ass at Staples Center opening day with a big-ass mellow jersey. And you know what? I might cry. (laughs) When he gets checked into the game, bro, I might cry. I'm going to record that shit, and I'm going to frame that shit. (laughs) And I just really hope the Lakers can fucking get the job done this year. Because Melo don't got much left in the tank. He probably got this year. Probably got next year. He's on a one-year deal. This is the closest he's probably ever been to a ship in his entire career. And LeBron, don't fuck this up for him. That's all I got to say. You too, Westbrook. Because I know you be on some bullshit too sometimes. Um... But yeah, that's my rant, dog. You want to say anything about that, mate? You think he's gonna give you fifteen? Yeah, I know. The motherfucker. I told y'all this, bro. Stop. Stop. I'm gonna give him eleven. I'm gonna give him eleven. Y'all said the same shit when he was with Portland. Okay, but there's there's a lot of mouths on this team. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's my boy Melo, dog. He gonna get his. You think he gonna pass the rock? Fuck no. Let's be real. He don't give us twelve. He gonna give us fifteen. You might, you know what? He give, he gonna give us fourteen. He went down one point. You gotta let my man. He's gonna be a double digit score for us, but I think it's gonna be like, like eleven, twelve. He giving us fifteen. Because there's also, I don't know. I'm really high on the Malik Monk signing. Really high on the Malik. Fuck that. Monk we got Melo. That's all. I, that's all I care about. I mean, Malik Monk averages what fourteen? He'll probably give you like eight now. Eight, bro. He's he's. Coming up, he's athletic. He can shoot off the dribble. He can shoot off the couch. Bro, he's... Malik Munch probably, like, the most underrated pickup. The only thing that scares me about the Lakers is that we have lost so much on defense. Yeah. So much. Because if you look at these guys, these guys are all scorers. They're all mid-range. They're all three-point shooters. They're not defensive, like, presence that you said on on the last podcast. I'm not looking at Melo for defense. Yeah. I'm sure as hell probably not looking at Kendrick Nunn for defense either respectfully like that's that's my biggest like mm-hmm. issue about the lakers in general where's the defense gonna come from okay. wayne ellington is probably the only defensive presence i see on that team and trevor reza kind of baysmore too also him but it's like are you comfortable with those guys on defense i'm not gonna say he was a great defender but lebron did kind of step up last year no he didn't <laughs> Bro, they were the number one defensive team in the league. They, like, the, uh, as a collective, not LeBron. That's what I'm saying. Like, But he wasn't a bad defender last year. Yes, he was. Did you see that playoffs? He, my man did not play defense. He was also hurt coming off an ankle injury. So was everybody else. That's <laughs> what I mean. So how are you going to have somebody on a hobbled leg move quickly laterally? I mean, how are you going to have AD play? <laughs> what does that have to do with LeBron being a bad defender? Though? I'm just saying, I like, think he's a fucking terrible defender. LeBron set out three months with you, a high angles. First of all, right, tell, 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 me like why, tell me why I feel like you think that Carmelo's a better defender. Than I don't think he's a better defender. De- Melo's an offensive uh, threat only. 
Bro, he. I'm not saying he was a great defender. I'm just saying, like, he wasn't a bad defender last Correct. year. That's why he left at, what, what was it, game two, game three? He left at, thir- at the end of the four- third quarter, fourth quarter? What does that have to do with defense, though? I'm just saying, I was like, I feel like we're getting away from the point. I'm just saying, dog. I don't see him as a defensive threat. Never did. Never will. Respectfully. He should have won the defense play of the year in 12. Over Marcus All. Over huh? Marcus All. Maybe. There's no reason Maybe. why you should win the defensive player of the year and then be all defensive second team. What? Just say you didn't want to give it to LeBron. I don't like I don't LeBron, know. so I'm okay with that. <laughs> like, what? Fuck about LeBron. Bro, LeBron talk way too much. We do. Oh, man. yeah, bro. I just hate how he's making up that underdog narrative. Bro, bro he's annoying me. I, I got like, so bro, much shit. It's like, bro, how the fuck are the Lakers an underdog? I, why, why are you trying to tweet and make it seem like Lakers are an underdog? Stop it. Put your phone down. Literally, bro. every time he's mad tweets, I get pissed. The final, and he's like, y'all counting me out. Like, no one is. Shut up. <laughs> It's like, bro, stop talking, bro. Like, please. The same shit with the play-in when he's like, yeah, you know, playing's cool. And then as soon as he's in the play-in, he's like, yeah. this shit's stupid. Or with the playoff mode activated. Never that again, bro. Dumb, please. Bro. Like, why do you say that <laughs> shit? Just do it. Just do it, bro. Don't do that. Y'all have a good chance this year. Because it's fuck. like, if, if you post that, bro, it's such a setup for a meme, bro. It's like, just do it. You don't know how to post nothing. The way I see it, just don't fuck it up for Mellow Dog. That's the way I see it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my biggest take from it. Don't fuck it up for Mellow Dog. Um, I think I'm good with that. But that's a nice place to wrap it up. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll go ahead and catch you on the next one. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Friday's tomorrow's second week when free agency starts, right? There's just mon- mon- monitorium period. I don't know. How I think that's how you that. say the word. Monitorium. Yeah, monitorium. And then uh, I feel like more trades going to go down. But other than that, yeah. You want me to wrap it up? You, you, want you me can to wrap it up. All right. Uh, thank y'all for listening. If y'all made it this far, uh, we'll we'll catch y'all next time. Peace out.